1: Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found.
0: That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com spoken. That's linkedin.com spoken. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to Do We Know Them, episode 42.
2: We gotta stop counting.
0: You know, there were a lot of comments that said that they do enjoy the counting.
2: Oh, okay. They feel like we're all like
0: rejoicing in a big accomplishment.
2: Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, we'll keep counting for now, I guess. We got a lot, we were just talking about before this video started, there is like a lot of random shit happening on the internet right now. There's like, I literally just opened up Facebook and I'm like, oh, Drake Bell is missing? What? Or should I call him? Isn't his name Drake Campana? (laughs) (laughs) which means bell in spanish (laughs) i know (laughs) that and that one youtuber who moved to like China or something, and then, like, became... Bart What's Baker. His? Bart Baker. Like, there's been yep. some random <laughs> arcs happening. We don't have time to get into there's it. There's nothing new with Bart Baker. That was kind of random, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, one time my brother saw Drake Bell at the airport, and nothing happened, but they did, like... He was taking, like, selfies in the mirror, and jo- my brother was like, oh, I don't know. His energy was, was weird. Yeah. Anyway, Uh do we know them? Oh, by the way, I'm Lily Marston. This is Jesse Smiles. If you're new, oh welcome. Yes. Interesting <laughs> episode to join us. On, <laughs> but there's a lot of shit going on. We chose just a few of them because things like the Drake Bell missing thing, which, by the way, spoiler alert, he's found and he's fine. Um, I think, but you know, there's like a just a lot of random shit, and we want to, you know, keep it lighthearted, right? Yeah. What are we talking about? I I know one that I have. We're gonna be talking about the H3 BBTV situation, obviously. I just, it came to my attention recently that there is like a big split in our audience it seems of like, I thought it was like a bunch of H3 fans, but no, no, there's a lot of people who really don't like that I'm a big H3 fan. Yeah very controversial what's really funny is that Ethan was talking about that and he's like it's hard to be our fan you have to like explain yourself and be like well here's the thing and for me I've just been a fan for so long and also I mean Ethan does fuck up and do a bunch of shit I'm not excusing any of that I just think that as dumb as he can be sometimes and self-admittedly dumb like he knows that he's dumb a lot of the times and does stupid shit and reckless not dumb reckless he's actually very smart as reckless as he is he is Trying, right? So, like, he's always at least trying to not be mean to people. Well, not mean to people he doesn't like no he doesn't try to do that he's always mean to people he doesn't like but like mean just in general and things like that so I I see growth in him and also I do find him really entertaining like sue me you know what I mean well and this
0: topic today has nothing to do with him as a creator it has to do with the business stuff behind the scenes which exactly I have a little experience with yeah so we have the BBTV thing which isn't particularly light-hearted but it's not like dark. Then we have Ariana Grande responding to the onslaught of body shaming she's been receiving for a while, but specifically like the last week it got really bad. Then um... I'm not, I don't mean to laugh because this is why I was like, eh, not so lighthearted today. The Dalai Lama. Oh, ew. Why does it have to be one? Because there's also some uh, celebrity tie-ins as well. And there's just like, there's some stuff to talk about. Jesus. Um, we can save that for last though. Oh, wonderful. Otherwise, I don't, I'm like, I feel like there were some other things, but I don't know if we're diving into any. Oh, wasn't there a Posh Mama update?
2: I couldn't find anything. Um, I don't think people I, keep saying
0: I didn't that. look because I didn't think I would be able to register like whether it was an update. But um, uh, maybe I
2: missed something. Comment down below if I missed something because I looked at like I was trying to look through TikTok and it was just oh. the same old shit. You know, she had a live okay. that guy and, you know, whatever. It seems like it's the same stuff getting repackaged in different ways. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. But if you guys know of a Posh Mama update that we don't know, let us know in the comments below. OK, because we will cover it. Jesse wants it. <laughs> yeah, I, I want a bad. Oh, you guys may have noticed as well that our last two episodes have been uploaded a little bit late. I think that we're, we're you know, we're trying our best. And we want to keep... My whole thing to say is that we could cover a lot of topics, but we're going to... Keep it to those three. Keep it relatively short, so you could see this on Sunday, <laughs> not on um, next whenever the fuck we put it well, up. Well, and our problem
0: also is that if we get behind, then we stay behind. We and then- <laughs> absolutely
2: need just 24 hours between like when a video goes up to when we film at least. Oh yes, my soul has left my body. I need time to re- for it to regenerate. So we need to we need to keep it short. And I say that as yes. I continue to ramble on.
0: Yeah, it was like now that we're done with our 20 minute intro.
2: Do you want to do the longest topic first, or what do you want to do? Do you we can do Ariana first. Uh, the BBTV thing is going to be the longest for sure because Ethan. Yeah, do I be think let's start with that. Color. Let's yeah? do that first. Yeah, go into the deep end right off the bat. Yeah, I figured what we can do is because I feel like it's been covered, like Ethan has covered it extensively. He did it on the Ethan Klein channel and then he just continued to do it on his channel. And there's like no stone left unturned. Like he or, uh, that's not the saying I want for. But like he has divulged everything. You know, when there's legal things going on, normally people will take a step back, be very careful about what they have to say, not Ethan Klein. And you have to admire him for that. I mean, it's super epic the way he's dealing with it. He's literally like, I'm fucking crazy. First First of all, if if you guys are like, what the
0: fuck are you talking about? (laughs) If you don't watch H3, um, like I even do occasionally and I still didn't even know the full scope fit until I saw Phil DeFranco cover it. But basically the MCN, which stands for um, multi-channel network, it's like a third party company that works with creators. Basically, like, how would you describe them? Because what do they
2: claim? They claim they help creators, but I I have yet to find one that does. (laughs) So it's basically a management company and they used to be a lot more necessary than they are now. So I'm signed to one still actually. And I have negotiated my like terms, like how much they take over time. But in reality, now the company has downsized over the years and I don't even have someone to talk to anymore there. Like I've been there since 2017, nobody even talks to me and they just take 10% every month.
0: Well, and even when they did talk to you, it's not management in terms of like, they're personally trying to manage your career and being like, what should Jesse Smiles do next? They're managing like
2: your YouTube channel and the relationship So when I signed to my MCN, they were a startup company in the beginning of MCNs. And so I was one of the first Viners at the time that they had ever signed. And they would sign Viners. Sorry to interrupt. Yours was, it was like a really Vine centric one, right? Well, they didn't always start off that way. They actually got really popular with like claiming, they were like, the claimers, they would sign you and be like, "Hey, we can claim anyone that's using your content illegally." Of course, not just which like, is why that was beneficial for Vine for viners, viners because yeah, yeah, all yeah. the
0: people would re-upload their content. Yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. So that's what they would do. And then I got really close with the owners. Like, one of oh. the owners was literally my fr- I would I have slept over their house. Like, I know them very, 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 very well. And over time, the company got a lot bigger, and then they started downsizing, and now it's like I can't get a hold of anyone there ever so I have recently been thinking like I need to leave that MCN they're just taking 10% they're taking your money I mean I don't really make much off of my YouTube channel. it's like a couple hundred bucks a month like it's like you know what I mean but I they mean take I can think of, of a lot. few months where they probably made a lot oh yeah 100% like they have made 10% of everything I've made on YouTube virtually ever so they've made a pretty penny over time but they don't really help anymore and they I used to keep them because like if something were to go wrong or I needed help they would always be there and also they would bring me branding they haven't brought me a brand deal in over a year so that's the key is a lot of them advertise themselves to creators as
0: being this really beneficial resource because the thing is is even when you are in the partner program with youtube aka you're able to make money you don't get assigned like a person at youtube like if i had something go if we had something go wrong on this channel if i had something go wrong on my channel i have no one
2: that i could contact you're supposed to though after a hundred thousand you're supposed to be a manager i was never assigned one yeah i was like uh, i don't I don't know anyone that has like no. that isn't
0: that doesn't have millions of subscribers that does have a personal contact. Especially back in the day, I think it was even more of a disconnect. So MCNs were like, "Hey, we're your lifeline to YouTube." So like, if there's a and copyright issue, if yeah, for sure. And that's people kind of got forced or like they felt like they had to join an MCN because otherwise they would get screwed if there was any kind of an issue. Not only did they take a percentage, and it ranges
2: it, it ranges from like usually like ten to twenty percent. I started Started off with a 70-30 split. Oh my god. And it wasn't until I had talks with other creators that I realized a lot of them had negotiated 0%. So they were just signed to them and like I'll you could say that I'm signed to you but you're not taking any of my money which is actually the deal that Ethan Klein had. And that's what I was gonna bring up because I thought it was
0: so odd to even hear that he was a part of an MCN especially because of who he is and his experience in the YouTube space and with lawsuits and He like, had to
2: be a part of one for a very specific reason so. Which I learned why. Oh yeah. So the reason he he was a part he hates MCNs he's been very vocal for a long time about hating MCNs and thinking that they're predatory and like vultures I don't which they are I don't
0: think there's any creators that have been vocal positively
2: about MCNs well you know what I feel bad because I'm sure that a couple people signed to my MCN because of me because they came like looking and like hey do you think it's worth it and I was like I think so like they give me brand deals and like whatever like and I was being if genuine they you brand deals it's a great deal
0: it's that a lot of the times they say they're going to and then they don't a have lot the of bandwidth the time, to they have would people get you those that. brand
2: deals even if you weren't signed to them they'll just take their cut from whatever that deal is yeah, was, even like, if you're not they signed. they still to make money anyway <laughs> but they like made it like well we'll prioritize obviously our talent yeah. first and then they also did other things like for me like I said I started when they were up and coming so they filmed my music video What If I they always let me use like studio space they would fly me out to Los Angeles and like it was oh, like a whole so thing you in the had beginning some perks yeah but as soon as they started signing more people they're like never mind we're not doing that anymore <laughs> well and that's the problem is that the companies get greedy and they try and sign a bunch of people and then they offer the same kind of perks to everyone but then they have like three people to manage all of that and I remember one time we were like having that discussion of like What's gonna happen with your career, Jesse? Because it was like on the you know peak of Vine, everything was going crazy. And I remember one of the owners looking at me and he he was like, you know, here's what we think. Like, if you get at least five million views a month, like you're gonna be good. Do you guys know how much five million views a month is? That's like fucking like I don't know, like 30 grand a month. At the time I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I never fucking made that shit. Oh my god.
0: Well, it's funny because also I, I mentioned that they aren't like your personal manager to manage your career, but when they do when they first sign you, they absolutely act like they're going. To <laughs> they butter
2: you the fuck up. They will tell they you have like you in a meeting, they put a little deck together. Yeah, and I remember like they don't really talk to me, but when I needed some help actually with our AdSense for this account, because remember we had like a whole issue. I actually reached out to my that's the last time I spoke to my MCN was a question for this channel to get AdSense, and they helped us, but they also threw in like a well, we can just like sign on this channel. Like, like you fuck know, like, off. They d- <laughs> yeah, they want they want their hands in every pot. They've been good to me, but it's gotten it's a little questionable. We we could say that much, but the reason why why Ethan needed to sign with an MCN is because he was living in Israel with Hila and they didn't have a US bank account. And when they finally did move to the US, they wanted to change like the address for your AdSense. But if you do that, you're gonna have like a two week waiting period where Google essentially has to reapprove you. So like for this channel, we didn't get paid for like what, like a month and a half or something. Like, I feel like we did not get paid for a long time. (laughs) It felt like longer. It was hard. Like we we just didn't know what was happening and how much we would get. I think our first check was like $500. And we have to split it. It just depends on a lot of things, like the approval process, but it is pretty lengthy.
0: And something that he had mentioned was, like, you can only have one AdSense account. So if he, if yes. you need to, for some reason, have another one, you can't. Nope. So, like, the reason he got an MCN is because how MCNs work is because they're taking usually 10%, 20%, even if they're taking 0%. The way it works is that they receive your AdSense and then they redistribute it to you either after they take their cut or if they aren't taking a cut so ethan i guess there was no cut being taken but he had to do it because then it could bypass the issue of only being able to have one adsense account because he didn't need one because they just got paid
2: mcns do whatever the fuck they want like i remember it wasn't until we got this channel and we had adsense on our own for essentially the first time ever that i realized that we get paid on the 21st.
0: Yeah, MCNs pay on different days.
2: Yeah, and ever since I started with my company, I've been getting paid on the first of the following month. So that's like a week, a little bit over a week after they get my money, I'm not even getting it yet. And I have to say, it's much nicer to get your money earlier. Like, I'm just like, don't pay me on the first, bitch. <laughs> you know it? what shit is doing on the first? Like, I've already, like, had, like, 5,000 oh bills to pay. Like, pay me before. The amount of issues I've had with that where I'm like, but I, d- I get it paid on this day. I swear. Brands will be like, let's work together. And you're like, oh, my God, yes. Oh, for that amount of money? They're like, yeah, we'll pay you in three months. <laughs> you're like, what? Literally. And then they still don't. And then you have to, like, hunt them down.
0: But uh, <laughs> it's really Yeah. So, sorry if this was boring, but I feel like it is important to frame it all because a lot of people probably have absolutely no idea. So, So the situation with BBTV, and I'm familiar with this kind of scenario because the company I used to work for that owned Clever was called Defy, and they also had an MCN, which I can tell you right now, I think that one person managed this entire MCN portion of the company. What? And that's the thing is that these companies don't have the bandwidth to be like, hello, we can manage your career and your, your channel and do all this stuff. Yeah, they have one person. Literally, even if that person, their like, goal was just to get brand deals, how many people
2: could they possibly do it for? Like, it doesn't make sense. It makes more sense when you see what happened to Ethan, and we'll get into it after. But, like, I think this is how they make their money. Like, I genuinely do. It, well, ex- and
0: this is kind of what, not, I don't think Defy was the exact same scenario, but if you're uh, unaware, that company went bankrupt a couple days after I quit, which was ironic. But- Did you know? no no idea i knew that things weren't great but i had we had gotten like some like crazy um investment less than a year earlier
3: massive business and industry news around defy media
0: defy media smosh's parent company has announced that
1: they are shutting down
3: the owners of large youtube channels like smosh clever all me among
1: others the parent company that owns clever unfortunately had to shut its doors yesterday afternoon.
3: Regretfully, Defy Media has ceased operations today.
2: The company of Clever shuts down.
3: They have now announced that the entire company is shutting down.
2: No notice.
3: Uh, they owe a lot of people money. None of the
2: employees saw it coming.
3: All employees would be laid off. Unfortunately, market conditions got in the way of us completing our mission. Market conditions got in the way. What does that mean? That's all they had to say.
0: Basically, one of the biggest issues, not only that like the company shut down, so that meant Smosh, Clever, like anything under that umbrella was screwed for the moment because they had no studio or office or employees. The other issue was that they had this MCN and a bunch of the creators in it were suddenly just not getting paid. So like AdSense, it's coming in your bank account every month because Google's paying you, but if it's going through this third party and then the third party ceases to exist, then you can't get paid. And then it creates this really messy scenario where it's not even like someone's purposely withholding your money anymore. It's just like stuck in a this weird limbo. With this company, it seems like they were basically kind of using the creator money they were getting. Well, I mean, they were doing more. Defy, I think was using creator money to kind of cover other costs. It was like, what's that saying? Like robbing Peter to pay Paul.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: With BBTV on top of, I think, using creator money to kind of like fill in the cracks of where they were hemorrhaging money, they also were just like fucking over creators royally by stealing from them. In the case of Ethan, his contract, they weren't supposed to be taking any kind of percentage from him, but he finds out after comparing what his like YouTube AdSense says and then what his like direct deposit says, he's like, wait a second. I'm not getting all of my money. All of this rambling to say, BBTV has been exposed for not only mismanaging, we'll say, uh, creator... Funds, which by the way means that like some creators and apparently not all creators were not receiving their monthly AdSense payments. And then they were also on top of that being told, like, oh, but you'll get it in a month. And then they'd get like an update email and they'd be like, never mind, you'll get it next month. I can tell you right now, if that happened to us, I would be losing my shit. Yeah,
2: it's it's the thing is too, is like they, in my opinion, like when we hear the call and stuff, they know they fucked up. Like there's just no other way around it. Like First of all, even in the contract, there is that clause that says subscriptions and they're like, well, but this isn't really a subscription. It's like, then what's a membership?
0: Well, yeah, so so basically what they're claiming with Ethan is that even though the contract they have says that they get 0% of his YouTube revenue, they're claiming that this subscription stuff falls under this other category even though this same contract also has a clause that mentions they don't get any of the subscription stuff, which at the time of this
2: contract being conceived, there were no subscriptions even on YouTube. So we don't have subscriptions, but we have gone live before. So we've gotten super chats and things like that. Thank you guys so much by the way. Um, but like we are able to see how you get paid. And although you can see the breakdown in the back end, like you can see, okay, this is how much we're super chats. You get paid all in one check in AdSense. Like it's all together. So, how are you gonna fucking say that this is a separate, what did they call it? Other. Net revenue or something. It's like, get the fuck out of here.
0: They were basically just trying to find any kind of loophole to be able to, like, take the money. Because they had... Ethan found out they had taken around $620,000. And that you immediately hear and you're like, wait, what do you mean they took that much? How? Like, and also... Like, how do you not notice? Exactly, (laughs) I was going to say. And to something they brought up is, like, how did you not notice? The fact that the company that stole their money is going to bring that up. I'm like, really?
2: That's all you have? Is... Well, you didn't notice that we robbed you, so. (laughs) I know. It's like, for us, obviously, like, me and Lily can't. Fathom that. But he's making a lot of money, and this is over the course of several years. Well,
0: and that Ethan is not personally handling all of his stuff. And I even just read in an article that he had someone cross-referencing stuff and like plot twist, she wasn't cross-referencing it correctly. And he runs an entire company that has a lot of money coming in. So, first of all, it didn't make or break their financial situation. So he didn't notice in those terms. And then also, because he's not personally looking at it, why would he suddenly like why would he suspect anything? So basically, even though they're kind of like trying to put the blame just because they didn't notice, Ethan is essentially saying like, "What? Like, I'm sorry. Like, this isn't a personal YouTube channel. Sorry that I didn't
2: notice because it wasn't going into my personal bank account." Actually, I want to show you a little piece of the video where he mentions good old Defy. Oh,
3: I am speculating based on what I'm seeing could just be going into a black hole bankruptcy, and none of these creators get ever get paid same thing happened to defy media this happened this has precedent
0: but they i don't think they ever solved any of it though they
3: disappeared stopped like, suddenly stopped paying all the creators why am i not finding
0: he typed in deny media bankruptcy.
3: is it not defy media
0: oh my god. i'm gonna literally the amount of typos in his search oh my he god
3: not defy media me they're shutting down suddenly they just stopped paying people they, own, they owed creators like $1.7 million.
2: I was looking for your name. When I saw that, I'm like, is she in the article? <laughs> I mean, you were, your video got like, it was one of the biggest ones of people making like their why I left other. Uh, I
0: actually don't think it has that many views. I know Jocelyn's did oh. really well. It was weird just cause I had literally quit like two days earlier and I was like planning on taking a month off and then I was gonna stay on freelance and stuff. So I just remember sitting in my apartment being like, oh, it's gonna be my vacation. And then being like, oh. Never mind. I guess I should start making videos right now. <laughs> Did people think you pulled like a Martha Stewart? <laughs> People did ask, but I was like, How? like, I, you think I would have waited till then to leave? No, absolutely not. Um, and I didn't personally have any money taken from me. Again, like the people that got their jobs taken, that sucked. And that was one situation. But it was that they had withheld all of this money from all the creators that were in their network, which included people like Ryland. And specifically, oh, right. I remember there was a couple creators that had just signed with them and Because they own Clever and Smosh, that was like their leveraging power to be like, look, we're like a reputable company in the space. You totally want to sign with us. Plot twist, that has absolutely nothing to do with the other
2: side of the company. Oh my god, that is so shady.
0: What the fuck? Completely. Again, it would be like one person to manage anyone that did sign with this MCN.
2: You know what I'm thinking of now? It's giving me flashbacks to my... I'm still side with them. What am I doing? But I'm—I I mean, I just have like history there and whatever. Anyway, uh, but it brings me back to my network. When you go into the office, I don't know if they're still there or what. Like, there's just on the walls just posters of everyone. That's signed oh them. yeah
0: yeah yeah because that's all they have to be like. Look at what we
2: have because they can't show you any substantial like real things. I was thinking of a right time to share this throughout this uh, segment, but I'll just do it now. Ethan mentioned in his video, he's like, everyone's been reached out to from BBTV.
0: Oh my God, and actually seeing it written as broadband TV, I think I've definitely gotten that.
2: They reached out to me. My name is Blank and I work in talent partnerships with Broadband TV. Based on what I've seen of your channel, I believe that we would have a business opportunity for you. Oh my God, so vague. I know, right? There was another one. They didn't just send me one. They sent me multiple emails. I got to find the other one. Where they were like, hey, sign with Broadband TV. I kind of want to check mine. (sighs) Right? Because Ethan said it. He's like, if you're a creator, BBTV has reached out to you. And I was like, no. And I looked and they had. (gasps) No. They
0: reached out to shared. Oh my God.
2: Vultures. Hey, Jocelyn Lily, hope you're doing well. Checking
0: to see if you got my previous message. <laughs> I'd love to chat with you about some business opportunities with our company. Oh my God, that's funny.
2: Yeah, I thought that was funny. Do we know them? I guess. (laughs) Apparently.
0: (laughs) Not to keep bringing up Defy, and they're definitely different scenarios, but I think it's interesting to point out that, again, like, yes, people got screwed that lost their jobs, but the big issue that was like so publicized was that all of these creators didn't have money. And I remember specifically, Two of the creators that had signed, just as an example, like a month earlier, like two months earlier, crap, I don't remember their names, but they made content for kids. It was very like, uh, blippy. No, it was like, I would like say, Power Rangers meets like YouTube channel. <laughs> but what? they would get millions of views. It was a married couple and they each had a channel and they'd like have content that linked back and forth to each other. They had gotten something crazy, like 50 million views in a month. None of that money they ever got. Shut up! The like they fuck had just signed, and then abuse? like two months later, this happened. So they any of the money they had
2: made in the last like two months, they, it was like okay, we'll pay you soon, and then they just fucked. That's what's so frustrating and kind of what's so beautiful about how this whole story rounds out. So I want to jump into how Ethan handles this situation because, although a bit feral and uh, a bit unhinged, admittedly, like he'll say that himself, I think that it's really refreshing to see someone just fuck. Fuck them good. Like, you know what I mean? Like these corporate vulture brands that are so used to strong arming people are getting fucked. And it's really nice. And agreed. But also the thing also that's different here about uh, different
0: from the Defy situation is with Defy, all these people lost their money, but then Defy didn't exist. So literally there was no one to even complain to except like the bank that
2: potentially had this money but like that's criminal didn't really that's not a thing that's like those financial people advisors who run away with all your money and then they just disappear completely yes
0: like what logan paul claims that his oh my uh, god yes (laughs) but um there was no one to complain to so i even remember like Ryland was one of the creators that he had definitely gotten like a lot of money in those couple months and didn't see any of it and he was tweeting the bank because that was how like just grasping at straws the situation was are you serious so it's interesting here because bbtv hasn't gone bankrupt yet so they do still exist so ethan does have people to talk to and there are people that have to answer to this
2: that's so true and i don't even know how terrifying and frustrating that must be i have dealt with a lot of brands who don't want to fucking pay i don't know how else to say it but like i mean you know lily like virtually every brand deal like if you never reach out to them right you never say hey just like making you. sure we're gonna they, they would never pay you yeah. almost every single one it's insane like you they, they think that paying you is like a theory or something they're just like well maybe <laughs> we I will. always discuss
0: that it's just it's rich how strict they are about deadlines with like approvals and uh, you need to send us this by this date and if you don't blah blah, blah and they freak out but then they don't seem to abide by any of their deadlines.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. It's it's literally like pulling teeth. And it's been that way since I started on Vine, which was like the dawn of brand deals on Vine and Instagram and stuff. It was the beginning of all that. Side note, that's really unnecessary, but I just always think it. Why in
0: 2023 does it still take like, why can they respond and be like, it's going through the finance department? Why does going through the finance department take a week to do? Or like, the payment's been sent. It'll be there in five to seven... Why? Why Why is it not instant?
2: I'm really fucking annoying about being paid <laughs> as i should be if we've done oh, yeah, the work I, was say, no, I very much appreciate it <laughs> i am on people's ass i'm like just following up you're great at the passive aggressive follow-ups oh 100 percent. i mean I, I love it i live for it um but like literally it's like i have to tell them like three days before just like hey confirm me we're getting that payment on this day as it's due per our contract on this day i feel like that whole industry is very strange like a lot of people will be like oh well you'll get paid net 60 days from the day you post something i'm like two months. I'm just thinking of it now that I think a lot of it probably comes back to the exact issue
0: that I brought up with the MCNs and that they don't have the bandwidth to do all of the work they have. So they probably have invoices from like 50 creators
2: and there's two people doing it. So they're like, oh, we'll get you, we'll get to it in a week. You'd be surprised. (laughs) I was an independent contractor for a very, very, very large advertising agency for about four months. And it took me four months to get paid like it literally took the entire time and when I asked them about it and hounded people finally I got annoying because I didn't want to like be mean in the beginning but then I started getting annoying and they were like oh your invoice just slipped through the cracks I'm like slip through this fucking ass crack, bitch. Like, I literally can't. I wonder which scenarios is
0: it like a BBTV where it's a combo probably of their, like a dumpster fire on their own and like having to deal with a lot of stuff. But then they're also blatantly stealing money
2: or just like someone like Defy where it was just complete incompetence because there was no bandwidth. It actually, this kind of, again, just opened my eyes to my own network and realizing that they're not skimming money off of me, but they are collecting, I I don't care if it's twenty dollars a month. I'm just like they're collecting it like, for nothing.
0: this episode, having moments
2: of, like a montage of you being like, hmm.
0: "Shit," and then by the just the end, you're, like, realizing, realizing writing being... an
2: email, being like, "Dear, i resign I've been signed since twenty seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Six years of my life on YouTube. Every month they've collected. I have never in six years made $0 off of YouTube. Thank God. That's beautiful. Love that.
0: It also makes sense why you would have been a part of it back in the day. And especially with the Vine uh, compilations, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. But now, absolutely not. Especially if they're not bringing you any brandies. Yeah, and
2: even if it is that $10, $15 a month, I don't fucking care. That's Chipotle bowl. Like, you shouldn't be getting money oh God, for doing no, nothing surprise
0: ad sense from my other one from my channel where it's like I haven't uploaded in like a year and it'll be
2: like $45. I'm like, yeah, (laughs) but it's your $45. You know, nobody else is getting cut. Like it's just, I don't think. And I think that's how these brands operate is just, they make money as much money as they can by doing as little as they can, just by like finagling their way around. So that's what happened in Ethan's case. And Ethan sent them an email once he realized what was happening and basically gave them an out. And was like, Hey, I'm just like, assuming this is an honest mistake. They went like radio silent on him. Didn't respond for three days, I think. And then he started like talking to his rep and being Like what the fuck is going on? And finally they were like, okay, we're having like an internal conversation. Can we set up a call? They set up a call. It was Hila who did so good on the call. I mean fucking slay bitch because I know what it's like to be on these calls. They use big words. They make you think like, per our contract. Like, you know, they do shit like that to fuck you. And it works for a lot of people. And luckily Ethan and Ela are very seasoned. They've been in this industry for a long time and they've dealt with a lot of legal things. Like ever since Matt Haas sued them for defamation, like they've been through it and back and set a ton of precedents. Like even if you hate him, he has legally invested so much and set so much precedence for creators like us to kind of go back on and, and look at and have people not take advantage of us.
0: If you guys don't know, he won a fair use lawsuit back in the day where it's like if you're reacting to footage and stuff that they can't copyright claim and sue you and do all this stuff. So
2: this show wouldn't be possible without fair use. I mean, we react to clips. We're totally. about to react to
0: a clip of Ethan. Like if we got copyright claimed or got had fair use issues, we don't have the money to be able to go to court and fight that. So he did do a very important
2: thing. Yeah, and that's what the, I love so much space. about this story. And it makes me so happy because people like us, although privileged in our own ways and like it's amazing that we have this job, We don't have the money to do that. Like, if anybody were to sue us, we'd be royally fucked. Ethan is rich.
0: And I think also that companies like this are used to dealing with more the people like us that aren't going to fight. Because even if we had a million subscribers, we still wouldn't, it wouldn't be worth it. Ethan... Again, has a company and this is worth it to him.
2: So he recorded the call because although he lives in California, which is a two party consent state, which means if you're in the state of California as well, or the person that you're calling is in California, they have to also agree to being recorded. But the person he was calling was not in California. They were in Canada and Canada is a one party consent country. So that is why he recorded this phone call. And although we'll check out the letters where they totally threaten him with like, you're not allowed to like have these phone calls and whatever. He doesn't give a fuck because he knows that he legally uh recorded it so anyway fun time oh wow i didn't know that that's cool okay
3: so here is the call roll it that they threatened me with a letter legal letter which comes later they were very scared of this call coming out because i think it really really exposes them
4: yeah so hey hey and, uh, it's, it's, it's nice to meet you uh gila how are Hi. you good hello good hey hey Ethan. uh I, th- thanks for jumping on this call
0: with
2: us. The poor guy right off the bat is completely shitting his pantaloons. Like, he is literally like, uh,
0: well, hey, hey. How, how do you intro this kind of conversation? Like, hi, sorry, we stole all your money.
4: <laughs> um, it, it's really important that we, um, you know, establish
3: clarity. You can hear he's scared. I knew at this moment we were, it was, This is not they were going to keep phone the phone. money. Yeah. He's like, ha, ha, hi, Ethan. How, <laughs> he sounded just like that. <laughs> I was like, all right, here we go. This motherfucker is about to sh- Spit in my face. So you're not paying us back the $620,000 that you guys skimmed off of money given to us by fans that predated our contract, which was, by the way, Crystal clearly uh, negotiated at the time that you guys would give 100% of all that revenue to me. Of course, I was a huge channel at the time. I had no fucking reason to join BBT at all.
4: Can I just explain our, our, our overview? of what we've talked Explained about female. The thing TV. is, I just want to yeah. say, we're both parents. We have two children <clears throat> here. We don't have time to spend on, like, the She's explaining right. and the trying to butter us up and trying to this and that.
2: I hate the corporate world, like, so much. And I love that she said that. It's like, the don't I, unnecessary jargon. Literally, it's like, <laughs> well, can I provide some clarity Um, to that? No, are you going to pay us back or fucking not? Like, what are we doing here?
4: I... Won't I? I don't agree to the premise of stealing. But let me let me explain to you our thought process on your CPA that you signed on on page two. It defines Google net revenue. Do you see it on on your agreement?
2: It says BBTV will pay you an amount equal to one hundred percent of Google net revenue received by BBTV from your videos on your YouTube channels. They actually define Google net revenue in the contract, and it says. Google net revenue by any period means the revenue earned and actually received by BBTV in such period from Google ads and Google subscriptions with respect to your content on YouTube. Their argument is that subscriptions is not memberships. It doesn't say Google memberships. In the contract, they describe Google subscriptions as a subscription-based service on YouTube offered or facilitated by Google, whereby end users may access your videos, the timing and selection of which is at such whatever the fuck legalese i can't but like it literally oh is describing God. memberships but memberships didn't exist at the time
0: how are they even like i know i just explained how they're trying
2: to spin this but like how are they even trying to spin this? i know it's <laughs> bad but like the call Let me skip to where Ethan says is the best part of the call.
3: Okay, so this is my favorite part. This is like saying the quiet part out loud. And he really fucked up in my opinion.
2: I mean, you uh, you
3: guys,
4: you guys, you guys are, how, how did, I'm just curious how, 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 how did this surface? Um, you guys are on a monthly, on a month to month contract with us. And you guys could have walked at any point over the past two years if you saw this occurrence. And it's been, you know, you've been
3: rolling. Dude, water. I Reggie? you, Reggie. You're like I'm a, you're like a perfect villain. I mean, no, what are you no, saying? No, we were just cracking up because they're like, did you really fucking just say that?
0: I don't know what I would do. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, are you really telling me that because I didn't penalize you for fucking up sooner? That it's my fault now?
2: Do you know how long their phone call was? I don't know. He didn't say exactly how long. He didn't share all of it, and they edited it for, like, brevity, but... I'm just, like, dying if, like, that's how that call, like, came to an end. Like, that's where they arrived, is them being well, like, well... As- essentially <laughs> what happened was, like, Ethan got the hint that, like, they weren't going to pay back. So he just said cool, you're going to be in touch with our lawyers. And that's what's going to happen. And so he gave them, I believe, a week after that phone call to kind of gather their shit. And they kept kind of like pushing things back. You know how it is. It's like, okay, we'll get back to you on Monday. Okay, well, we're still discussing with our team. We'll be like with you on Wednesday and all that shit. And Ethan was like, I'm going to talk about this on my show. And these are the letters they sent him (laughs) when he started talking about it. Wait,
0: also, while we were listening to the phone call, I glanced over at my screen, which still had my email open from them. And you are going to die at the language they used. So I said, it's like, uh, hey, Jocelyn Lily, if you received my previous message. I look at the next paragraph and it says, I understand you likely get a ton of messages. The reason I'm being persistent is that we are very particular
2: with whom we choose to work with. Shut up. Are you <laughs> like hmm, doesn't seem like it? If you're a creator, I know a few creators watch this. Please check your email and let us know if you also got an email from BBTV because I selective bitch. Two out of two people here have gotten an email from you, and also that's I
0: haven't even checked my other email addresses. I probably got it for my personal channel as well. oh percent,
2: hundred percent. Anyway, so these are uh, Ethan. This is Ethan discussing the legal what is this called? Emails? They're not like document. They're not even like cease and desist. They're just threatening emails.
3: And this is where I, the fun really begins. <laughs> See, they don't think that I'm gonna share this, but I am. Like, oops. Like, I, I don't care. They go private and confidential. Fuck that. <laughs> I don't agree.
2: By the way, fun fact, if you send someone an email, you have no, like that's, you're not entitled to any privacy because of that. You just read my mind. I was just going to ask. Legally, if you just say it's confidential, like doesn't the other person have to agree that it is confidential? So an email is not like a phone call where you have to consent because you may not know that you're being recorded. An email is almost considered like soliciting in a way where it's just like you're sending that unprovoked willing to just like give up that kind of like personal property to someone right it's still like it's, you're sending it into the yeah it's like it's, whatever happens happens it's kind of the even the same like if you mailed a letter to someone's like you don't know what they're gonna do with that it's not the same as hey you're recording me without my consent I didn't know that you were you know you had a tape recorder and I was talking like I don't know it's just completely different and I know that because I have dealt with uh, sharing emails before. I was going to say, it's like DMs. Once you send them, they're Oh, 100%. Anymore. DMs are 100% <gasps> public domain. Once you send something on social media or you're sending it on an email, girl, pff, the world can see that and you can't do a damn thing about it. So it's just really funny that, number one, this is not a cease and desist. So it's literally not even that. Um, but it's just all in caps. Private and confidential. Bitch to whom?
3: It's not my fucking problem. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, 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 no. Well, you don't want to hear about 9-11.
3: Well stated. (laughs) Attention Ethan Klein. Dear Mr. Klein, further to your meeting with our team on Friday, we have been assessing your comments with our legal and operational teams. While we have been doing this, we have been made aware of your videos and Twitter posts. We believe that these are extremely unhelpful. Yeah. To who? Exactly. (laughs) Unhelpful. For you? I'm crazy like that. I'm being super unhelpful. And we also believe they contain defamatory content. I was like, okay, (laughs) you guys want to do that? You guys want to be like posture in that way? I'm not a fucking kid. Mm -hmm. I know what defamation is.
2: I feel like that's the first thing like corporations and stuff jump to. I mean, he's proven it time and time again. He's actually being sued right now by Ryan Kavanaugh for the same thing. Like defamation is so fucking hard to prove. What are you going to say? Like, first of all, look at the whole episode is with Ethan's opinion on the screen because he didn't want to he didn't want it to be like i didn't even notice that that's funny brands and stuff want you to think that you're not allowed to voice your opinion because they can hold you accountable they could probably take you to court over it but you're allowed to speak like what the fuck is wrong with these people and the funny thing here is is
0: that that is the way that companies do like rule with Mm their eyes is that they're able to they have the money to take people to court and because one they know that the people can't go to court so they're not usually gonna have to end up actually going through with it, but they can throw it out there as an intimidation tactic. But it's funny here because really you're going to bring Ethan to court over defamation when you just stole $620,000. Like, no, you have bigger fish right? to fry. That's a key joke.
3: So then this is where they start lying to me and manipulating what happened. They says, mm-hmm. and I'm, this is why I'm so glad we recorded the call. They says, we would like to investigate your concerns fully, but we need time to do this thoroughly and without the distraction and the unhelpful backdrop. They had a week. I notified them, as I showed you in the beginning,
2: I'm going to kind of keep reading because I feel like he, you know, with peace and love. Yeah, I was like, he takes a long time to... Yeah, but it says, please remove the video and tweets posted yesterday and today and refrain from further comment until we have been able to discuss this with you and your counsel. We are working (laughs) to give you a considered and detailed response by Wednesday of next week, which again, they had pushed back because they had said Monday.
0: But I also love that it's not, we're
2: trying to resolve this by Wednesday. It's, we're trying to get you a response. (laughs) But of course, Ethan is Ethan and he responded in the most unhinged way ever. Yeah. <laughs> He said, hi, oh <laughs> I must find a Canadian attorney. I have a good reference I can follow up on Monday. If you would like me to erase my post, you can provide me with the full amount owed and unlink me from the network. Not because my posts aren't true, but because I'd rather be done with this sooner than later. I'm not gonna remove it on some vague promise to get back to me on Wednesday. I believe everything I've said to be true and accurate and when appropriate, clearly labeled as opinion. In terms of being defamatory, that is something for a judge or jury to decide. But as I'm sure you know, truth is the best defense to defamation and that is certainly on my side. Fighting defamation cases is practically a sport for me at this point. Nothing excites me like an opportunity to strengthen our First Amendment right or free speech as guaranteed in your fair Canadian charter. Additionally, it's worth mentioning that I plan to talk extensively about this on Monday on Monday's show, including the recording of the call with your lovely representative, this letter as well. So if it is your intention to remedy this, please let me know by end of day tomorrow or at latest, please let me know by Monday, 12 p.m. P- PST. Our show starts at 1pm so he was basically like shut the fuck up and if you're not gonna do shit then I don't give a fuck
0: oh my god I
2: love it and they said hold one." Yeah, well,
0: what is their response? Because that's my favorite,
2: is the scream, like, uh, yeah, literally, they said, attention, Ethan Klein. Hi, Ethan, I realize you'll be seeking counsel tomorrow. Given the urgency and in the absence of counsel, I am sending this note to you. It is very disappointing to see that after working together for five years, you have decided to breach YouTube's community guidelines, our content what? provider agreement, and defamed and harassed our company and our CEO when you have been receiving clear and itemized revenue Share summaries from BBTV every single month, properly reflecting your contract with the company since the beginning of our partnership. You fuckers. You Literally, you're they are saying... We gave you receipts that we stole, why are you Why didn't you realize we were skimming off the top, you fucking idiot? That's what they're saying. We are always available to work with creators to answer any questions. But regretfully, you gave us no opportunity to have a meaningful conversation or to work constructively with you. Instead, you have maliciously attacked our company, our CEO and team, potentially illegally recorded a conversation with our business representative. Uh, well, uh, potentially? <laughs> and, what does that and, mean? not to be mistaken, Crossed other important legal and contractual boundaries. What those are? Gonna need you to be more specific. Nobody knows. Due to the approach you've taken, we can confirm that you have clearly contravened YouTube Community Guidelines. One more time, just contravened. And breached your agreement with BBTV, and hence we are releasing your channel and terminating our relationship with you as of Tuesday, Shut the April 11th. Fuck. Up. Then at the bottom, because he kind of like called out BBTV, they said, we can assure you that BBTV is alive and well and supporting thousands of partners.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I heard uh, once that they're very particular about who they work with. <laughs> so Wait, but also like them being like, oh, BBTV is alive and well. We're supporting, a... like separate from this situation, other creators have expressed that they have not been paid. So no, you're not alive mm-hmm. and well, clearly. Ethan responds. Buckle up. Oh my God.
2: I must express my deepest gratitude for the fact that this is the second legal letter you've sent me at the witching hour of 10 (laughs) p.m. on a weekend, no less, and during a holiday to boot. Happy Easter, by the way. It truly warms my heart to know that you're so devoted to our little dispute that you're willing to sacrifice your precious personal time. It paints a rather vivid picture of frantic desperation as if you're scrambling to make amends for your company's own incompetence. Holy fuck. I think. That is a correct depiction of what is going on. Yes. If you intend to accuse me of violating YouTube's community guidelines of defaming and harassing your CEO, I would kindly request that you be more specific. It's crucial that we maintain a fair and transparent dialogue during this time. Fair and transparent, unlike your theft of $620,000 without notification or discussion. While I am truly heartbroken by the end of our relationship, I cannot help but wonder if your company will be able to survive without the steady flow of stolen funds from our channel. It is indeed a trying time for you, especially considering that your stock price has plummeted by a staggering 96%. Not to mention the recent acquisition of a CA $21 million, $600,000, what? I don't even know how to read that number. What? See, 21 million? 21 million dollar loan. Too many numbers. I've never even seen that many numbers B- before. By
0: the way, doesn't that seem very reminiscent of what I said? Yes. If I had
2: just gotten one and it's like, yeah, be- why do you need that much money to pay off all your I feel debt? like those loans are just like a last ditch effort thing and then it doesn't work They're and band-aids. they go bankrupt. Exactly. Yep. Um, Desperately sought to pay off mounting debts and my God, to accept that loan with 16% interest. How bad are your financials? A kid with a lemonade <laughs> stand could secure better financing from the neighborhood children if you needed money you only had to ask i would have given it to you for 15 percent in your letter you accused me of potentially illegally recording a conversation with your business representative and crossing other Potential. unspecified legal and contractual boundaries however as you are well aware nancy canada is a one-party <laughs> consent country i love how you like uh he blanked out her name in every other place but he forgot that one I was just gonna say why is every other name blanked out but it's like Nancy I mean
0: I'm glad because Nancy really kicked her right it like totally makes sense that she's a great name Mm
2: -hmm. yeah then he says that she always attaches something like a letter to the email so he said like basically what did he say Please see the attached image. It's a Word document that says, fuck you and your whole organization. A picture of him with like edited weird ass eyes with a minion meme that says, I'm a handful. I'm strong willed, independent, a bit outspoken (laughs) like it is. Then it's signed him, but it says Ethan Klein, owner, fair use and First Amendment advocate. Do you know the balls that takes? It's funny because
0: I feel like a lot of the time you aren't gonna encounter someone that has such a perfect storm of like, that is intelligent, really understands the space and like how to navigate all of this, also has the money to deal with this, that they aren't scared. And then also, is really funny. So they can just package it all into one and it's just like I I would kill to see their reaction because I bet like they must just
2: be like jaws on the floor. It's just beautiful when you've seen it yourself. Like I've seen people be taken advantage of by not just like these mcns but like brands in general and just this space can be really scary to navigate as a creator because a lot of it feels i know it's not new but a lot of it does feel new when you're like being kind of talked to by a company like oh you can't do that and you're like can i not do one that? of the biggest things i think that they
0: capitalize on is that and something we both mentioned that like for example when you signed with them that you found out like other content creators were not getting any money taken or like when i wasn't allowed to do brand deals and i was like wait people are making how much money it's that even though the space has been around for a little while now there's not that much transparency between creators and companies so people don't necessarily know what the norms are you don't really
2: know until you talk to your other friends that are creators
0: exactly and the companies capitalize that and prey upon it because they're like oh you can't do this but it's like they're just saying that because they think you'll believe it. Like, you could
2: go verify with other people and it's not true. All that being said, because I feel like this was a lot longer than we planned. I guess, again, (laughs) like right before we started this, I'm looking on YouTube and I see H3 put out a video saying that BBTV is gonna pay them back. Apparently. So apparently BBTV has uh, gracefully decided that they will pay Ethan back in one payment eventually. They, they said they will soon, as soon as possible. What is soon? Though? I know, literally, like, if that was that much money, I'd be like, when is soon? And uh, is, is it tomorrow, like, Is it a date?
0: Net 60, or?
2: <laughs> I'm like, a little worried. I'm like,
0: I hope we didn't ramble too much. I hope this wasn't too boring for some of you. I, I was
2: thoroughly intrigued, but. I know, honestly, me too. And a lot of people, too, always comment that like, they really like our behind the scenes view of like how it is for influencers and what it looks like for us, because a lot of it seems very just kind of like mystical like all you you just log on instagram and someone's talking about native deodorant or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like i've done like many times in the past and you don't really know what that looks like so like i think it's just interesting how much the space is like evolving and i'm really happy that bbtv got fucked the way they did like undeniably i am and i'm glad i never signed to them and you never signed to them
0: with sure i mean who knows if they would have signed us because they're pretty
2: particular anyway um, god for the love of god can we move on please (laughs) well we have a few more things to talk about but first a word from our sponsor thank you so much to scentbird for sponsoring this episode yet again scentbird is a wonderful sponsor of this channel and we love them so much i know this is number three i think it might even be four Who's counting? But oh I my think God, so. Scentbird, we love you
0: guys. Anyway, you guys, if you aren't familiar and you've been living under a rock, Scentbird is a fragrance subscription service with a mission to empower each and every person to express themselves through scent.
2: Oh my God, sorry, I got distracted by this scent. We'll get into that in a second. But Scentbird is a wonderful place to really explore scents. I feel like perfumes are so personal, you don't know if you're gonna like it or not. And this is a perfect way to try out new scents you've been wanting to try. This is actually one that I've been wanting to try and I saw it on the site and I was like, yes, I need that right now. And look, just like that, I tried Designer Perfume. It's amazing. What is it, what is uh, it? Oh, it is Versace Crystal Noir. So I had never smelled it before and I wasn't gonna buy the full size bottle, girl. So I found it on the site and I got it. Well, I mean, we've discussed in the past
0: that my problem with perfumes is that they're so expensive and if you aren't totally ready to commit to a full bottle, it's a little too much to spend. So these are perfect because they last about like a month. I think they last longer than that, to be they honest. Do. Especially now I have a few, so I just like rotate them.
2: I got Deck of Scarlet Your Majesty Versace Crystal noir and Skylar Salt Air, which is a super super delicious like somerset. I love it. So it's between that and Crystal Noir for me.
0: Okay, well the ones I got are Lemou by Brown Girl Jane, Preziosa by Furla, and one that as usual I'm going to mispronounce. Leu Reve daisa by Cicely Paris. You couldn't already tell by my really great French accent. But of those three, my favorite, I think, is Lemu by Brown Girl Jane. Not only because I can pronounce it, but it has hints of lemon. It's really fresh. It kind of feels like you're on vacation. And also, apparently, it contains a neuroscientifically proven technology shown to elicit feelings of energy, revitalization, stimulation,
2: and enthusiasm. You
0: know, I don't really know how that works, but sign me up. I'll take all the help I can
2: get. If you want to try out Scentbird, you can use our code, DoWeKnow55, to get 55% off of your first month at Sempered. It's an awesome deal. And I know you guys are going to love it. A lot of you have messages that you do love it. So thank you to those of you who have tried Sempered. Thank you to Semper for supporting this channel. And yeah, thank you. Back to the video. Luckily for you guys, our next two topics and our last two topics are very quick because I know we rambled a lot about Ethan Klein and the internet and how everything works. But Lily, where are you going to lead us first? Into Ariana Grande or the Dalai Lama? being really weird with his tongue
0: um let's start with ariana and honestly i think even this topic we probably could ramble a lot so we gotta keep it um all reeled in oh yeah we're really good at reeling it in it's not that the actual story itself is that complex but it initiates a larger conversation
2: which i know we both have opinions <sighs> yeah, on i already know i already know what direction this is going in
0: Okay, so basically Ariana Grande, for the last several months, I would say, has been receiving quite a bit of body shaming backlash. She seems to have lost some weight. She hasn't really been in the public eye too much, but I think it's like every time she posts something, people kind of freak out. The most popular rumor that is associated with this weight loss is that she has jumped on the Ozempic bandwagon. It's an anti-diabetic medication that usually people are prescribed to treat type two diabetes, but apparently also is prescribed as an anti-obesity medication. But I read an article that said that that is usually reserved for people that are like over a hundred pounds overweight. The reason it makes you lose weight is it cuts your appetite.
2: It does. So
0: it's just, they like don't have to eat. That being said, apparently Hollywood has discovered Ozempic and it is the new trend for weight loss and it's been very controversial. There's entire articles that'll be like slideshows of celebrities that people are speculating using it. Mindy Kaling is one of the most common names I see. Khloe Kardashian has also been lumped in. Some people have said that they are. Ariana Grande has definitely not spoken out and said she is.
2: It's a shot, yeah? I'm actually like not it, sure. I'm almost positive because I saw YouTuber uh, Amberlyn Reed, who, she's like, But she's, like, she is on, like, a weight loss journey. She's around, like, almost 600 pounds, right? So, like, or no, almost 500 pounds. Whatever. You know who I'm talking about, right? And, yeah, 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 yeah. So that, and, like, that would make sense. She got prescribed Ozempic for weight loss. And she did like it, but she had some complication that I can't remember off the top of my head. So I do know about Ozempic for weight loss.
0: Also, this isn't really relevant to Ariana, because I don't think that she's using it. But it's very much the association people have made. Also,
2: Ariana, like, at no point in time ever... Like nobody needs to lose weight unless they want to lose weight yeah. for health or whatever the fuck they want. But Ariana's always been. Ariana sick. definitely. Yeah, she didn't definitely yeah. never like, needed to. I know to doctors sleep. are sketching, probably irresponsibly
0: prescribing it, but I don't think that a doctor would prescribe it to Ariana Grande. She weighs like
2: 90 pounds. If any doctor at any point in Ariana's career prescribed her with Ozempic, that's like Michael Jackson's doctor level fucking negligence. Like, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Not.
0: So Ariana's been getting a lot of shit of people thinking that for a while but then just recently she got photographed out at dinner I think it was even just last week and these pictures elicited a much larger response even than normal and people were just freaking out being like she looks so sick just saying anything that they could to comment on her body
2: and i did i actually saw the the only reason i found out about this was on my for you page of course it was someone commenting on this picture and she was saying i don't know what's going on but i'm just worried about ariana which i like that kind of comment almost pisses me off more than the mean ones. well it absolutely yeah it absolutely pisses me off too because i when i was um breastfeeding and pumping my daughter i've since gained like 20 pounds after cutting pumping but i was like Im- i was very very mu- i was much skinnier than now because my body was literally like eating itself because i had like i was eating a lot but i couldn't keep the up the fact that anyone would comment on your
0: body when you literally grew a human gave birth I'll put to the, the comments human. right
2: here because i have like drafts in my tiktok where i was going to respond to them because it's like does so anybody else notice? Like, Jesse? like, I hope you're doing well because you look sick. Well, I'm and like, and that's the ones bitch. that, it's the,
0: it's the ones that are kind of like insinuating something without saying it that piss you off the most because you're like, what
2: the it's fuck is that? It's veiled concern. Like, exactly. It's fucking, like and I'm this, like, no, you are All you're doing is telling me I, you don't like how I look, but you're using the veil of concern exactly. to do it. Exactly. And it's very fucking annoying.
0: And even, and then to the people that argue and be like, no, but I am concerned. Name one person that has ever changed their body because someone else was like, I'm concerned for your... Like, that's not going to fix it. So your concern being expressed is not helping anyone. It's hurting.
2: But, you know, honestly, I really applaud... I didn't see the whole response because I wanted to save some for this video, like my reaction of it. But I'm really... I do applaud Ariana because I feel like a lot of celebrities would just kind of just be like, oh, fuck people, I'm not gonna respond to this. And I'm glad that she did because I feel like this is an issue where it's like, I'm gonna let her say it because I feel like what she says is very important. People need to like hear that like, yeah, we shouldn't comment on each other's bodies. 100% I think also I mean not that this should matter but one I think back to the Ozempic thing
0: I don't think Ariana Grande is actively trying to lose weight nor is she on a weight loss drug so I think she probably did feel particularly motivated to say something because there might be other reasons why she's skinnier than normal so I everything she said I was like oh my god this is I literally was like slow clapping the entire thing yeah
2: yeah You've dealt with a lot of comments too, people comparing your weight to when you were on Clever and just like a bunch of fucking shit. I've dealt with
0: just the entire spectrum of it because I've had the time that people were like, oh, Lily's the chubby one on Beauty Break to then now even literally a week ago telling me that I was anorexic. And I'm like, can't please anyone. You're too fat. You're too skinny. Pick a side.
2: (laughs) And they never... It reminds me, honestly, of... I think I've mentioned this on the podcast, but, like, my one of my grandmas used to be the same way. Like, I can never be perfect. Like, I always was too skinny or I was too fat, and I always needed to adjust my body to some degree. Like, it's so exhausting because, first of all, I'm just existing. Like... I am sometimes bigger and sometimes smaller depending on a million different elements of my life. I know personally why it always pissed me off so much is because either there weren't reasons
0: at all or that there was maybe a reason that something looked the way it did, but I didn't want to talk about it. And I'm like, well, fuck you for bringing it up.
2: Yep. Yeah, 100%. I think when people were commenting on me being very skinny when I was breastfeeding and pumping... I was not happy with my body. I, I never like have loved the way that I look very, I'm also like Hispanic, I got like curves, I like my butt, I like my boob. And I lost like all of that. Like I had boobs, but I was like very skinny and my butt was really so. I, I just was not used to seeing my body like that. Well, and I was not happy with it.
0: And there's nothing worse than being self-conscious of yourself and then Confirm having other people call it out and you're like, I, I fucking I, I know. Bro, know. that's, like, that's no a, literally
2: how I felt. And I just felt like, okay, thank you. I look sick, I look ill, wonderful, love that for me. Like,
0: Exactly. And then you don't want to post anything. Notice my Instagram.
2: My The draft that I had in my TikTok was literally like, hi, I just had a child six months ago because it was literally six months after my Honestly, daughter. that's
0: your situation. I can't. Like if mine... Fine. I get like if people like only saw a video of me five years ago and then saw now I look different, whatever. You gave birth to a human.
2: You're going to lose some weight. Well, and it also is like some people don't and some people gain weight. And I like I really felt even uncomfortable with the people like you look so good. Like, what'd you do? And I'm like, I didn't do anything. And you shouldn't have to either. We just gave birth. We're trying to survive like... Literally,
0: Let's play the Ariana video, because yeah, I think yeah. she even makes a comment that in there, it's like, even if you think you're being positive, if you're like, you look yep. so good, someone maybe didn't try and lose that weight, and they're like, well, yep. fuck, now I have to maintain this. It. It.
1: Yep. Hi, everyone. I have made my coffee. I'm on my way to work soon. I'm just I hug. just wanted to come on, and I don't do this often. I don't like it. I'm not good at it. I don't like... Wrong. I'm not good at it and I don't like it, but I just wanted to address your concerns about my body and talk a little bit about what it means to be a person with a body and to be seen and to be paid such close attention to. I think we could be, I think we should be gentler and less comfortable commenting on people's bodies, no matter what. If you think you're saying something good or well-intentioned, whatever it is, healthy, unhealthy, big, small, this, that, sexy, not sexy. I, I don't, we just shouldn't, we should really work towards not doing that as much. There are ways to compliment someone or to ignore something that you see that you don't like um, that I think we should help each other work towards just to aim towards being safer and keeping each other safer. Um, but I just also wanted to say one, There are many different kinds of beautiful, there are many different ways to look healthy and beautiful. I know personally for me, the body that you've been comparing my current body to was the unhealthiest version of my body. I was on a lot of antidepressants and drinking on them and eating poorly and at the lowest point of my life when I looked the way you consider my healthy. But that, in fact, wasn't my healthy. Um, and I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't have to explain that. But I do feel like maybe having an openness and some sort of vulnerability here will be something. My good might come from it. I don't know. I don't know. But that's the first thing. Healthy can look different. The second thing is you never know what someone is going through. So even if you are coming from a loving place and a caring place, that person probably is working on it or has a support system that they are working on it with and. You never know so be gentle with each other and with yourselves and thirdly um the third one's unrelated i guess i just wanted to extend some love your way and tell you that you're beautiful no matter what phase you're in um by the way i'm not wearing eyelashes or eyeliner right now this is my face these are my eyes so don't freak out about that now too please oh my god but <laughs> yeah Sending you guys a lot of love, and I
2: think you're beautiful. I actually, I, I actually really appreciate that point about the makeup because people don't realize that just because someone is present, like presented a certain way in front of you mm-hmm. many times before, and you're used to seeing that version of them, that's not what they always look like. <laughs> like no. it's literally like like just because like I and I, I can imagine. I did have a makeup channel and people have seen me without makeup, but people are used to seeing me with makeup. And so when I do get recognized out in public without makeup on, I'm like, they must think I'm like ill. (laughs) You know what I mean? But that's just my face. Like, I don't know. People don't realize that just because something is presented to you as what a person is on social media. I mean, really, in this day and age, we have to explain to you that that's not reality. Like (laughs) People are not like... I. I remember when I first started dating my husband, like I, and I I used to do this all the time when I would like sleep over boys' houses and whatnot. Um, I used to like not want to move in my sleep. I remember like... I just didn't want to mess up my makeup. I didn't want them to see me without makeup. Literally, bitch. I was a corpse. I was like, don't fucking move. And obviously when I'm asleep, I would move. And then I'd wake up and I'd see my spots. And I was so frustrated. And I felt so ugly. And it's just so fucking annoying that our human characteristics make us so embarrassed. Right. I know this is going to sound stupid, but that's why I really like living in Georgia. Most people here are not very dress up try to put on a front like everybody here is you don't just, feel like, like you have to like no be I, like up with the status quo at all and honestly it has been a fucking relief like i can go to dinner dress the fucking mess and it's like yeah whatever <laughs> like like nobody looks at me like sideways if i did that in miami like it's not that people would be like <gasps> like gasping but like it just like you get the judgmental oh i did pull the miscongeniality like you get like a just a feel from people you know what i mean but i really applaud Ariana, because I keep saying Ariana, Ariana. Which one is? I honestly don't know. I think it's Ariana. I use them both interchangeably. Um, Hopefully that's all right. But I just really applaud her for saying what people are even saying. Hey, this was you. Like, why don't you look like this anymore? That's not even healthy. Oh my God. So
0: that was my favorite part because she goes, The body you guys are comparing me to. I liked how she phrased it because that is so how I felt when people are like, You're so skinny now.
2: No, people have literally commented, Lily, what happened? Like, consistently. uh, Like, for the last five years years that's like any
0: picture I've posted I get that for five years what the fuck I have not fluctuated like so here's the thing when I was working at Clever I could show you pictures from when I started guess what looked pretty much the same as I do right now but when I was working constantly and then I wasn't making enough money so then I also had to be editing on the side so I'd sleep go to work come home and work more Like that was all I did. I did not work out. I drank a lot. And I mean, I always have had a bad diet. So naturally I'm gonna gain a little weight when my entire life I have been super active. I've been very athletic. If I suddenly am not gonna do any of that, guess what? I'm gonna gain some weight. By the way, I think total maybe ever I had gained like 25 pounds. Like it wasn't like some crazy weight journey. Literally the comments I get are as if I was 500 pounds and now am hundred and I'm like, I'm sorry that you saw a video from a certain date and then five years later saw another one and I don't look the same and that doesn't compute to you. But also from your 20s to your 30s, your face changes
2: a lot and your body does change a lot. And I'm like, yeah i look different i'm five years older i actually feel a hundred percent that same way like i have never been like severely overweight in my life where it was like a problem and a doctor was like hey you know i mean most doctors are fucking bullshit with people who are overweight anyway and they just ignore all their actual health problems but that's a different discussion for another day but i was just told so much that i had gained weight because people were comparing me to when i was a fucking teenager on vine and i'm like i've got fucking ass and tits now what do you want me to tell you like I'm an adult I'm a woman I've birthed two children like it just was this constant reminder of like you don't look how we expected you to look and how we wanted you to stay and what I don't understand is like I also don't diet because I've have histories with eating disorders and things that I just can't diet it's very triggering and then I just go off the deep end so I just like kind of always intuitively eat I'm not a binge eater or anything like I just intuitively eat and I just eat what makes me feel good and if I I feel like I need to eat healthier I'll eat a little healthier that day or whatever and the fact that people were judging my body and then I have my child and I always lose so much weight after I have kids because I'm breastfeeding
0: and you also lose some extra
2: weight right? yeah exactly but it's like people treated me both ways like I just wasn't fucking good enough all of that to say like it's so ridiculous that we even do that we have the audacity to do that to each other as human beings it's like We're just existing. Well, I used to even think it was
0: crazy because, again, like, I never looked in the mirror in the morning and was like, God, you look disgusting. Like, thank God. Like, I'm I'm so thankful that I have never had body issues and stuff. Also, I've always been, like, underweight by not trying because, also, I am someone that I just eat when I'm hungry. And the big change for me was that I drank a lot and I literally stopped exercising. So, as soon as I started exercising, the weight dropped off, like... I I didn't have to try to lose weight. It was like, no, I just have to switch my routine a little bit. And what was frustrating is that no one believed me. And then they were just like, nope, you're anorexic. Uh, But it all comes down to it's nobody's fucking business. Well, and and especially now is because I have lost weight more so just because I have chronic pain and have been depressed. So when people are like, you're anorexic, I'm like, first of all, trust me, that's not the the issue. If I could gain 10 pounds and have people never comment that again, sure. I don't fucking care how much I weigh. That's not what my goal is. I don't have a goal.
2: I love that Ariana just said like, people should not feel as comfortable as they do commenting on other people's bodies because I wholeheartedly agree I think that people feel a little bit too fucking comfortable sitting in their house who knows what the fuck they look like because they get to be anonymous and they don't have to deal with it and they get to be like "Mm, I don't like your meat bags that you wear because I feel like we're all just fucking meat bags like who even fucking cares
0: I 100% feel like a bag of bones
2: and it's like I don't like yours like I like guys I'm a Fortniter now I like to play Fortnite. okay actually I'm like fiending to play now my cousins are on. Yeah, literally, guys, she keeps telling me I need to learn. Bitches, if anybody plays Fortnite, DM me on Instagram, your gamer tag Let's oh lay God, together. Start
0: being a Twitch streamer.
2: Actually, I've thought about it.
0: Anyway. That's... Wait, but back to that. Um, Wait, sorry.
2: but I can I say why I was mentioning Fortnite because people are gonna be like sorry. random. Yes. <laughs> you change your skin, right? Like it's constantly just like changing your skins. And like, who gives a fuck which skin you're wearing? That's why I was saying it. Anyway. Continue. <laughs> I just had to bring it together because people were like, what?
0: <laughs> well, no, I was going to bring up that when she says, like, we shouldn't feel so comfortable, I feel like there's going to be people that receive this differently. It's going to be people that are, like, eye-rolling, like, oh, my God. Like, you're so sensitive, blah, blah. And then there's people that are like, yes, thank
2: you. I was really concerned and, like, it Or wants- just the people
0: that are yeah. assholes and, like, feel like they're entitled to have their opinions on you. But I think the thing to note is the kind of thing she's leaning into is someone like chadwick boseman who died of colon cancer and i have this picture that i put in the google lock where after quarantine started and he had uploaded like an instagram story and people saw he was really skinny and immediately their reaction wasn't oh my god what if he has colon cancer it was making a meme that says one month of quarantine turned the black panther into crack panther and it shows the side by side And then you find out, like, I think it was a month later that he had colon cancer and then he literally passed away. People are so comfortable because they don't think of what might be going on behind the scenes. Everyone associates weight with appearance and
2: how you're trying to look. Oh my God. I'm looking at Lily's latest birthday Instagram photo post where she's smiling with her friends and looks super slay, might I add. And one of the top comments is, first of all, happy birthday, but... Dot, dot, dot. Is anyone else concerned about how skinny Lily has gotten?
0: There's another one that flat out says that um, I'm
2: <gasps> Oh, my God. The
0: way they phrased it, too, was my favorite. It goes, Lily, are you suffering from anorexia? Well,
2: fuck you, Salamander Shan. Salamander Shan. Shan.
0: <laughs> if I was, I'm not going to respond to your comment and be like, yep, thanks for asking. let <laughs> the off.
2: I love Julie who commented, <laughs> at Salamander Shan, are you suffering from micro-peen? <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it's just get a fucking life. No, if you are actually concerned, which you're not, you're just literally placing a figment of what you believe or you deem to be healthy.
0: Or like maybe you are concerned, but again, you expressing
2: that concern is not helping anyone. Well, and then there's, there's a bigger conversation, I think too, to be had. Like you look at people like, what do you do about Eugenia Cooney, right? Who's someone who obviously is suffering and, yeah. and people are genuinely concerned. How do people approach that? I think that's a completely different situation than a person totally. that's like naturally And i and naturally I'll say right thin. now, I don't know. I actually don't know either and I would love to hear from people. But I think it's interesting that like, this picture, like you look great and I'm just so you, confused. Also, not to mention like, I,
0: if, no, I was gonna say agreed not that I look great but it's you like do. I look you no, I don't I don't look sickly no. in this photo I don't think not to mention you can't I'm barely in it you're wearing like a jacket you can't jacket. even see my body yeah. and that was the biggest thing with the clever comments because even when people said I was fat I was sitting at a table they couldn't even see Bullshit. the majority of me
2: sorry that I'm sitting next to Jocelyn and Megan and they weigh like yeah not a lot but oh like, my god I used to feel the same way when I would film with Jocelyn and stuff and Megan like I just felt like big Big next to them because I'm a I'm very tall I'm 5'10 if you guys don't know and like I'm just a big girl so I'm like I don't like being any especially like bro me and Kathleen next to each other I look like I, I could eat her for dinner but it, it doesn't really mean anything and I just think people need to be less comfortable commenting on people's bodies that is my end take can we move on to Dalai Lama's tongue thing so we can skedaddle yes. on out of here and I can play yes. Fortnite? Mm-hmm. moving on to our last topic unfortunately let's end this video on a sour note. <laughs> when you're like, oh, lighthearted things. I was like, well, not quite. The way I came across this was my lovely husband just came up to me. I was unsuspected. Just jammed the video in my face. was like, what the fuck is this, bro? I'm like, what am I watching right now? But essentially, Lily, do you want to? <laughs> I'm like, okay, no, so I don't want to touch this. Do you want
0: to click? I was going to do, click on the Wikipedia. I was going to read because I, I know I, like, I've heard the name, the Dalai Lama. Uh, first of all, I thought Llama was spelled like Llama the animal, and
2: found out yesterday that that's not the case. But, um,. Mm. <laughs> no Did double you, l on this one isn't he i always like envision him as a not like a mother teresa yeah like kind of right like yeah, like uh, I, I don't all know I'm, knowing wise yeah like i've always had kind of, sort of like a
0: vision of him in my head like i know who he is but i don't really know who he is you know so yeah, i looked uh-huh. it up and apparently so that's like not his name it's a title given to the foremost spiritual leader of the I don't know. Gelug?
2: Gelug? 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 Just breeze on past that, Lily. Just breeze on past. Or
0: Yellow Hat School of Tibetan Buddhism, the newest and most dominant of the four major schools of Tibetan Buddhism. So the current one, uh, his name is Tenzin Gatso. Gatso. I think that's
2: a Y silent. I think it's Tenzin Gatso. So he is 86, I believe. Motherfuck. Okay. And he is very much um, lauded as like he represents compassion. And well, Buddhists, like in general, believe in a very kind of like uh, what is it like a pacifist way of like living and just very, very peaceful, selfless, peaceful. Yeah. Yes. Very non problematic, which is interesting. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, wait, 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 before we show the video, I do just want to sh- just imagine you're me. Yes. In the bathroom. <laughs> And your husband comes and jams this video in your face. I just want you to like envision that because it was jarring. I mean, I stumbled upon it just on my Twitter feed and it was just as jarring. It's a jump scare. Yeah, but it was essentially an event with a bunch of kids. And this one kid comes up to good old Dalai Lama. And this is all being recorded. So that was like my weirdest thing about all this is like, did he know the character? I know he's 86. I know. He My grandma, she didn't make it to 86. I love her. God bless you, Abuela. I love you. I miss you. But like that's old you know what i mean like maybe he just didn't know it was being filmed no, no, or he, like what, i don't know why no, it was this. i mean it was okay. so this happened um late in february so it's not like
0: super i mean it's recent but like not it wasn't yesterday it happened oh, over a weird. month ago it just now is getting backlash because people are seeing the video so apparently it happened at his temple and it was like 100 students were there and this one student goes up to the microphone like this is an event so it's not like he doesn't know it's being televised or recorded and kid comes up to the microphone and I guess asks him for a hug. What? Which is like transpires. So sweet. Yeah. What transpires yeah. afterwards is not so sweet. I. Yeah. It is the weirdest shit I've ever seen.
2: Uh, I can't believe I'm watching this again willingly. All yeah. Right, so trigger,
0: trigger warning. Nothing actually happens, but it it's bad. <laughs> it, it's gross. Can I hug you? you. It's a question. It's
4: a question. Yep. <laughs> okay, come in <laughs> oh, Okay, come. So so okay, says, okay, come on.
3: Who's <laughs> here? Yeah.
0: So ask him to kiss him on the cheek. <laughs> then,
3: then I think finally here also.
0: Then, then forces a oh, kiss on the lips. Ah. Before then saying.
3: And uh, my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you.
2: No, stop. Let it go.
3: We are the same human oh brother, god. sisters.
2: Oh my, god. oh my god. So there's so Let much Let him go. Unnecessary- unhand the child. Un unhand him, you freak! So listen. Naturally people listen. were a little creeped out by this display yeah. of affection. Yeah, this is fucked. Honestly, uh, kiss my kid like that and you're getting these hands, I don't care who the fuck you are. That him grabbing his fa- like, like, first of all, I'll tell my son, I'm like, can I have a kiss? If he says no, it ain't happening. And I definitely don't tell him, suck my tongue. What the fuck is that? Literally, it feels like someone like deep faked it. Like, it's like, huh? Oh my God, I know that's actually so true. But what's really interesting to me is how he needed a translation for the hug, but knew in English how to say suck my tongue. Isn't that interesting?
0: Gross. It's so gross, regardless. but like, I, actually, isn't that weird? Yes. <laughs> no. It. The whole thing is very sketchy, in my opinion, because what has happened since this has received the backlash is that the official Dalai Lama Twitter account, which, by the way, has 19 million followers... Which, who even runs out? Um, He tweets out a notes app apology. Well, and he didn't write this. This is, like, his team, I, guess. I love that. A video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness, the Dalai Lama, if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy and his family, as well as his many friends across the world for... hurt his words may have caused interesting uh way to describe that because it wasn't necessarily i mean I get, yeah <laughs> not all just the words but then says <laughs> his holiness often teases people he meets in an innocent and playful way even in public and before cameras he regrets the incident hmm. lots to unpack here um first of all yes it was you saying suck my tongue but it was the actions also of you grabbing and forcing this child to kiss you it was that after he says the suck my tongue even if in some world that I clearly do not live in it was understandable that it was a joke that he said that the amount of time that he lingers in which that boy
2: literally could have sucked his tongue what happens then? how are you going to explain that? no 100% and not only that you don't kiss a child on the lips. If they're not your own kid, no, you don't fucking do that. That is weird. That is disgusting. Like I could tell in his energy that he like maybe thought he was, I don't even know, maybe thought he was being playful because my mind jumped and I remember when my, my husband showed me that I go, did he not know there were cameras? Why would he do that? And he goes, I don't know. I don't know why he did that. Like it's super weird. Well, so you would think everyone would just be like, that's fucking strange and gross. No, but no honestly, I'm not surprised people- anymore. Everything is different. Right.
0: So a lot of people have defended him specifically citing that there is a Tibetan greeting in which you stick your tongue out. It says, sticking your tongue out is traditionally a sign of respect or agreement and has also been used as a greeting in Tibetan culture. No, nope. But Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. is part of the greeting also that you ask them to suck your tongue? Because that
2: really changes the context here. And that's on period. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, bitch. We could all stick out our tongue all day. You see, that's me doing that. I'm not asking you to suck it, bitch. That is weird and that is not part of this little greeting.
0: I guess like the Dalai Lama himself does not use that as the excuse, but a lot of other people have brought that up as like the reasoning behind it. No, no excuse whatsoever. Apparently, someone else that thought it was absurd and spoke out was Cardi B. Belcalis. She says, the world is full of predators. They prey on the innocent, the ones that are most unknowing, our children. Predators could be our neighbors, our school teachers, even people with money, power, and our churches. Constantly talk to your kids about boundaries and what they shouldn't allow people to do to them. She got backlash from this because she posted this after that video came out like she didn't directly reference the Dalai Lama but that's what she was talking about and people got mad and she ended up doing a whole Instagram live of her basically describing very well the exact problem she says here and why
2: that is not okay and you can't just like shrug it off like it's not a big deal I mean I don't care what you describe that as as someone who's watching as a parent if I saw like my son's teachers who I know love him and care about him and you know are with him every day and they're such a pivotal part of our life and we we appreciate them so much if I saw them bend down and kiss him I would be fucking furious like it's just not fucking okay I think that like If a teacher or somebody that's trusted and spends a lot of time with your child says, like, hey, can I have a hug or something and the child agrees to it, okay, I'm not even for forcing that. Like, if they don't want to do the hug, no, they're not really in the mood. See you later. Like Yeah, but I think we should probably draw the line at suck my tongue. No, no, no. The suck my tongue, like, like, the way my husband would have... Cut your tongue, bitch. Like that shit would have been fucking I just, honestly, I'm not even into like, I'm not in the baby blood business, you know what I mean? Like I'm not into buying all that bullshit, but this is fucking objectively creepy. I think that if a grown man, and obviously he may be senile, of course, you know, obviously that could be, but, no excuse. Maybe get him out of the public eye. Hide the Dalai Lama say, in a cave somewhere. I was going to say, then maybe
0: he shouldn't be the Dalai Lama anymore. Time to retire. Yeah, we need, like,
2: the, we need the 15th one. Yeah. Like, this like, one, I, this one needs to go it's to sleep.
0: absurd. So some other stuff has come out, which I'm sure probably even more now. But this clip mm-hmm. of him with Lady Gaga is so weird.
2: begin uh, with a to our two other like it starts with a tickle like he's like tickling her knee, and then he
0: like reaches over. over
2: I don't think he's tickling her knee what do you mean? I think he's making a comment as old people do, on her ripped jeans. But, but doing so, I think, by tickling her, like, being like, ooh, like, ripped jeans. Well, like, yeah, and he's and being, and yeah.
0: But then everyone points out that he reaches, the way he reaches over after, and the way you see her. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, You yeah. can't totally tell, but it does very much seem like she is, re- like, putting pressure to resist him be like, she's pushing him away. Yeah, um, hmm. I don't feel like this well, is anywhere on the <laughs> level of suck my tongue, but... It does show that he's not uh, necessarily aware of his um, social behavior. And Mm. then, again, Mm -hmm. what my head goes to in situations like this is if he is comfortable doing this on camera, what does he do off camera?
2: Well, and he obviously, he is a very powerful person, whatever position he is. He should just not be doing any of this shit. It makes me sick. I don't like what he did. If you are in any way excusing what he did, you must not be a parent, number one. And number two... Are you a registered sex offender? Well, that's the
0: thing. It's like people trying to like justify anything with like Tibetan culture and the cultures are different. No, you don't just get to
2: like ignore
0: all of the norms of one and embrace the other when you're the fucking Dalai Lama.
2: Yeah, that was disturbing. May we be done with that now? Yep. I, I think that's it. <laughs> Wonderful. Um listen, guys, what a long episode. We said it was gonna be short. I think this is the longest episode in a long time. <laughs> it,
0: it was more that our opinions took up the time
2: than the <sighs> actual usual, stories, but we stayed talking about everything. But regardless, thank you guys so much. If you made it to the end, God bless you. You're you're a soldier. We really appreciate your stamina. Champion. As always, you can subscribe if you want. You can also listen to us in all you know podcast stuff that I can't think of off the top of my head. But if you look for us, we might be there. Spotify, Apple, exactly those two mainly. And uh, thank you again to Semper for sponsoring this video. We love you so much. Check them out if you haven't already. The best. And as always, you know where we'll be. We'll be here next Sunday. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs>